Welcome to the underground. Turn me up, bitch! My Little Underground with Peter A. It's My Little Underground. I'm Peter A. Make sure you're listening anywhere you get podcasts. And be sure to follow me on socials at MLUPod. It's part two of my finals of 2021. Last week we did the best singles and EPs of the year. And this week I bring my good friend Connor Rooney to talk about some of our favorite full-length albums of 2021. This is also the last episode of My Little Underground for 2021. We'll be back in January, talk about some of the great things coming in 2022. So right now, sit back, relax, sip some tea, as me and Connor do our finals of 2021, talking about the best full-length albums of the year. Enjoy! Ready to grade these finals? Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, my last minute change. wasn't like one of the albums I had. I was like, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm scrapping it. I hope it isn't one that uh, we might overlap on this one. We've talked about it, but, uh, you know, we'll see. So. All right. We're doing yeah. it. Best albums 2021. Let's go, Connor. You know, you always go first. Okay. Um, so the first album I wanted to talk about uh, came out pretty recently. Uh, it's the Courtney Barnett album things take time take time um i hope i hope here i'm not uh you know kicking it off and taking one of your albums here but uh it is something that uh i've been looking forward to for a while and i i like how this album is sort of in a way a return to form uh i thought it was reminiscent of her earlier albums like you know the album that avant gardner avant gardner appears on uh it was uh, i wouldn't say a slow burn but it was it was definitely, it took it down a few more notches. I mean, like the last album with City Looks Pretty, um, that, you know, sort of continued in the same vein as sometimes I sit and think sometimes I just sit, uh, you know, more high energy. This one was definitely like, kind of like a lazy river. Uh, it was calm, it was sweet. And uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought there were some uh, really standout tracks. Uh, for example, um, I had, uh, uh, If I Don't Hear From You, uh, that was a really standout one and uh, write a list of things to look forward to. I write a list of things to look forward to was also kind of one of the more high energy songs on the album. Um, but it was just a sweet, you know, joyful, joyful album. And uh, I thought it was, it's, I think it's one of her best to be honest. Although I like all her stuff. Yeah. Um, the last like four or five episodes of My Little Underground, I talked about this album, so I didn't put it on my list today. It's on my list of my, you know, my entire best of year, whatever. It's on there, but um, I didn't not talk about it today. But yes, it is. It does remind me of Avant Gardner a lot. And, you know, because the her last album, she was touring like crazy. So it's, it's very like live and, you know, you have the breeders on it, too. So it's very just colorful and just rocking. But, you know, she recorded this in isolation. So you feel that it's very isolated and it's very uh, moody and uh, focused and uh, subtle and simple. And I absolutely love it. I can't wait to see it in the flesh. We should go to that Radio City show. Um, the tickets aren't crazy. You know, they're not insane. But, you yeah. know, Courtney, she's a hot act. And I, I don't know if she'll sell out completely, but she'll fill it up. I think maybe she'll sell out. I don't know. But yeah, lo love that album uh, to death. It's, it's, it's great. It's beautiful. Um, first on my list, uh, it's, a, it's an album of a similar vein to Courtney, but different in execution, even more shit back. I'm talking about Shannon Lay's 
Geist. I talk about this album a lot on the show. Um, Chandelier was on my little underground recently, so go back and listen to that. Now, this Geist album, it is multi-dimensional, thoughtful, thoughtful folk, very uh, minimal approach to arrangements, but it's not just Shannon with the acoustic guitar strumming away. It's a lot more exciting and riveting uh, than that. She has a lot of poetic, lively lyrics that just really bring the emotions out of you, um, especially uh, Awaken and Allow. You know, when she put out this song first, along with the title track, Geist, and it's a whole seven-minute video on um, on YouTube, I was floored. I was just, I just stopped everything, and I, I listened to everything she said, and it's one of the most powerful songs I heard all year. Like, all the lyrics are just about this fear of complacency and just um, not taking a chance on to the unknown, whatever new endeavor you're doing. It's just like listening to it. Like when I, I, when I was talking to Shannon Lay about it, you know, I was touched by just the arrangement, just the music of it. But um, she's very focused on lyrics. And when I was listening to the song over and over again, I really got to know the lyrics of the song. And I told Shannon that she's like, yeah, wow. I'm, I'm glad you see that. And, and everything. I'm glad it's just, it's touching you that way, but it really is. It's very touching. It's just fucking beautiful. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I actually heard uh, Shannon Lay pretty recently on WFMU. I was driving home and I, I was listening and I heard it and I was like, I'm not the most familiar with Shannon Lay, but I heard this and I'm like, oh my God, that's that's really good. So I, I sort of pulled over and I shazammed it and I'm like, oh, this is, this is, I don't think I needed to shazam it. It just WFMU has it right there. But um, it really, I was like, wow, this is really good. I listened to the album I, and I think it's uh, um, uh, sort of a band that I want to see live now that we're doing more shows and we're going out more um so i have to give that another listen um the next artist the next album that i wanted to talk about uh was gustav's album oh. uh, yeah uh, i think it's ego slobs for audio uh e you know oh, it's, it's audio drag for ego slobs audio drag for ego slobs yeah yep. um uh i i loved that album i heard it uh, again, this came out pretty recently, I think within the past few months, uh, I think October uh, around that time. And um, I immediately thought of like an early 2000s, uh, like New York City garage uh, band. That's sort of like, you know, what they're channeling. Also, um, like the kills and like 70s post-punk, but they're doing it in sort of a way where, you know, I know a lot of bands have done that, uh, but I think Gustav are doing it in a very stripped back and very, very, uh, direct way they're not really trying to add anything uh, they're doing it well I think they're doing it really well and uh, I'd say some of the standout tracks are like the first one which is mine um, this gave me a very strong kills vibe uh, maybe even the fall like an 80s 1980s the fall era uh, sort of vibe and um, I think I mean and all of the members of Gustav have been doing things for a long time I mean I believe at least one of them was in Shark Muffin or maybe Tara yeah Tara's in Shark Muffin yep. yeah so so um, uh, I know they're all incredibly accomplished musicians and uh, I, I only saw them one time. I, I want to now see them again, but um, they really, I, they're really coming into their own and uh, they have such a fun live show. So they're definitely, you know, this album and uh, their live shows are definitely things to keep on your radar and, and look out for next time they're doing um, a show. And they also just toured with, uh, I guess, spoiler, um, one of uh, they just toured with Idols, a band that I have on this list as well. Um, they just did a European tour with them, which is huge. That's a huge. That's a huge tour for them. Oh my god! I um, 
and uh but it seems like idols and gustav that seems like a pretty nice pairing so i'm really happy they did that and uh um yeah that it's it's a really great album it was mine dog and cruel i think were the most standout tracks on that album and uh, i listened to it uh as i was walking up uptown here and it was just it's a great walking album as well yeah it is a great walking album i really like best behavior on that album and it's again it's on my list it's on my best of list my top 30 but i'm not talking about it today but i'm glad you you brought it up and again i don't know how you feel about you know the whole post-punk thing there's a lot of bands that are doing kind of what gustav is doing but not as interesting and it's just kind of just you know, just nothing, no, 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 nothing that stands out as far as like a song is concerned. But like Gustav is like trying to make interesting music and creating this, you know, um, New York City urban uh, aesthetic that's very angsty, but we're still trying to make good songs. That's the whole thing that, that I get from uh, a, a Gustav. So uh, next on my list, um, two L.A. artists in a row, you know, Shannon Lay and now Dummy, um, their debut album mandatory enjoyment and this is a culmination of their two phenomenal eps that they put out in uh, 2020 and this album sounds like the audio version of rainbow road from mario kart um if you're familiar with it like you know the the map it just takes a lot of unpredictable twists and turns and it's very colorful and that's exactly how i would describe dummy uh, especially a uh, final weapon which sounds like a video game level it's a lot of forward momentum and if you're familiar with like stereo lab broadcast you know stuff like that um you're really gonna like this and there's just a lot happening you know there's a lot of different types of instrumentation going on uh, just you're taken on a ride and your patience is tested but you're rewarded you know it's it's a it's a it's very catchy too like it's very experimental and strange and um almost like you know, aggressively pushing away from the mainstream, but actually wants you to enjoy it and listen to it a bunch of times because it's, again, it's catchy and it's hypnotic, but it's also very out of this world. I think, I think what I love, um, how you kicked that off and you described it like the rainbow road, you, you know, like I honestly, I'm like, even if, even if no one's ever heard this band before they hear that and they would immediately get it. Like just, that's that's uh i mean it just sounds like a lot of fun so that's definitely something i have to check out and uh, uh i'm gonna go to an la band as well here um uh i uh loved the maria's album this was i believe not their debut but i think they're calling it a debut uh so the album is cinema came out this year and um i just think this is a really uh, slick well-produced uh, uh honestly yep. pop record i mean it is a it's a pop record it's just done it's done in, in their sort of uh uh their like their style which is really hard to describe it's uh uh like a, a jazz lounge it's very uh smoky it's very uh it's very it's very cool and laid back but it's uh they've got some serious hooks on there i mean like for example just a feeling is incredible and one of the singles hush hush has an incredible i think honestly their rhythm section is something to be like uh applauded because uh really they just have like the, the strongest um uh drummer and the bass you know the bass and the synths and everything just kind of comes together in a really nice mosaic plus the lead singer's vocals are just like really silky smooth and they're just it's again like a really cool laid-back style which i love and um little by little heavy uh Unmion and um uh, to say hello also i want to say that the marias are nominated for a grammy uh, really yeah for best non-classical uh best non-classical 
Interesting. Which, wow. Yeah, I was I was uh, honestly thrilled when I saw that because um, I know I've been listening to them for a few years. I just I didn't know that they were getting as big as they were, and I'm really happy they're getting the recognition because um, they've been killing it for for a long time. So uh, the Maria's uh, cinema is on my list as well. If you like Barry, I think you'll like the Maria's. Like generally speaking, um, yeah. it's it's um, you know it's very loungy, but it's very um, enticing and it's very catchy and it's groovy. You know, it, it it can sit in the background, but it's not to be ignored. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, going into the a very experimental realm, um, Nala Sinefro, um, her latest album, Space One Point Eight. It is atmospheric um jazzy but atmospheric in the way like it's literally sounds like outer space you know it sounds like astronauts made this it yeah. is not of planet earth at all it's um it, it takes a lot of challenges and you know just like the dummy album it's, it's just very unpredictable there's a lot of synths with some gorgeous harp arrangements with some brass some field recording stuff like there's bird chirping there's crickets it sounds like it was made outside and especially like space one like introducing this album is just uh just wow and it puts you in a very meditative and healing space it's like sipping tea and man it's really it's a really beautiful album it's not catchy it's not a pop record but it's there's something about it that's just beautiful and and gorgeous and it's an absolute uh must listen and there like there, there are songs where it's one minute and then like the album closer is like 18 minutes long, but it's a very interesting listen. It's very hard to do something like that. There's a lot of artists that can make a, a, a quote unquote long song, but just kind of meander four minutes in. But yeah. the, you know, a good record like this, it's eight minutes in you, you, you want more. It's, it's gorgeous yeah. stuff. I love it. I always love albums like that. Ones that kind of take a really experimental uh, uh, road, but they make it interesting the entire time because uh, I love experimental. We, you know, we love experimental music, but uh, there's a lot of experimental music that is cool for a few minutes, and you're like, okay, well, I get it. You know, I, I get it. But um, you know, it sounds like that uh, is consistently challenging you and keeping you kind of on your toes. Uh, and it just sounds like it's gorgeous, you know, which is something that I don't hear in al- uh, many albums. It's just and, good music, really. Yeah, you yeah. Because there's experimental to be experimental, just yeah. just because. But like the, the music's terrible. But, you know, there's pop songs that are not exactly like the most innovative or whatever creative thing. But is the song good? Yeah, probably, you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, uh, uh, speaking of uh, pop songs that are good, and maybe maybe I shouldn't be describing this band as a pop band because they're definitely not. But uh, I mentioned uh, Idols before and uh, Idols is uh, another one on my list. They just put out um, an album called Crawler. Uh, just a few weeks ago, I think like honestly less than a month ago, about a month ago now. And uh, I had no idea this was coming. I had no idea I was putting out a new album. Maybe I just missed it. Um, but I think it's their most stripped back and uh, uh, sort of most brooding album yet. I mean, because uh, Ultramano that came out last year was just like a firestorm of uh, you know, punk song after punk song. It was just it was just like high energy, high, insane shit. Uh, this uh, sort of builds up to that. It's more of a slow burn, but there's definitely um, darker elements on this album. Uh, I mean, for example, the song, uh, you know, The Wheel or Car Crash. I mean, these songs just kind of sound like 
Uh, for example, car crash kind of sounds like that. It's a car crash. It just sounds like it's uh, uh, it's brooding. It's very ominous. Uh, you know, Joe, Joe's uh, vocals are very, just as angry as ever. And the album really is kind of an exploration of how they became to be as a band, like sort of their roots. And um, uh, it just, it's honestly, I think it's their most interesting album yet. Uh, and there's definitely elements of uh, like shoegaze on here uh, or like industrial shoegaze. I'm talking like, I know I've mentioned them a hundred times before, but like A Place of Very Strangers, they, there's elements of early A Place of Very Strangers here on this album especially with the drums. And I know that they're actually friends. I know that they tour together. So yeah. elements of that band uh, in there. And I think, I think that's what also hooks me into it. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, like the new sensation is like something you, uh, you could dance to it. It's, it's a fantastic song kind of teeters on pop song, but it's just, it's angry. You'd have no idea that um, um, uh, you wouldn't describe it really as a pop song, but it's, it's, it's fun, but it's also incredibly angry at the same time. And I think it's uh uh, and honestly, an evolution of their sound. And I'm really uh, stoked to see it live if I ever get to. So Idols uh, Crawler is my next album. So now we're going to go to the opposite of Nalas Nefro as far as experimentation is concerned. Um, my next album is very, it's, it's pretty much a pop album, but it has a lot of depth to it. Alicia Walter. I am Alicia. Alicia is a former guest on the show, and it's one of my favorite interviews I did all year. Go listen to that. It's Alicia is so much fun to talk to. Um, her this is her debut solo album, and the whole thing about this album is just becoming your best self, becoming who you are, and simultaneously, Alicia is becoming that. She's finding herself as a solo artist, and uh, we've been talking about this offline, Carnival. Like, you know, we, certain artists have great voices but very boring uh, arrangements. Um, and, and music in general, but Alicia is like a double uh, whammy, beautiful voice and a really strong sense of how songs should come together, just like Sir Baby Girl, you know, beautiful voice, but a really sharp sense of how songs should be arranged and songs like Suit Yourself. It's just a big anthem about being yourself, but not being cheesy and uh, this song is one of the best vocal arrangements I've, I've heard all year. It's it's stunning, and and the message behind the song is very powerful. And every time Alicia tweets something um, that's the least bit inspirational, I always reply saying "suit yourself." I think she's either annoyed or appreciates the fact that I use that song as a metaphor for just everything. <laughs> um, and she does not take herself too seriously. She has a lot of humorous moments on here, especially talking to uh, what was it? Talking to myself. She's literally talking to herself. On, on the song it's hilarious and the song is beautiful it's, it's it's one of the coolest songs i've heard all year go listen to alicia walter do yourself a favor if you want to feel good about yourself go listen to that album yeah i think it's uh, interesting also brought up like the arrangements of an artist like in a, of a song because i really care about that stuff yeah and i never knew uh you know something that was really hard to pin down when i was younger was like i like this song i'm not really sure why i like this song and oftentimes i think a lot of it comes down to just the arrangement of a song an artist someone could be terrible at singing quote unquote terrible but if the arrangements are nice you've got me like that that's really it you know it's all i want is a good song um and speaking of arrangements then my number one album this year um japanese breakfast jubilee i know i said this in the uh, uh you know the midterms uh, yeah. but it really grew on me and I loved it then and I love it even more now I mean Jubilee is really I honestly think her best album uh the arrangements are gorgeous uh also two-time Grammy nominated artist which now is insane to hear insane. Um, 
that's crazy. Uh, you know, because going from small DIY clubs in Philly and Brooklyn and around the country to like Brooklyn steel to have to putting out a book, which is an incredible book and also having a TV show now based on your life, which, um, it's For real. Well, they're turning, uh, they're turning crying an H barn into a TV show. Wow. Now yeah. I got to read the book too. Yeah. Well, I have it. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll loan it to you. Just, I have it. Oh. Um, it's, I've read it now twice. It's honestly a really great book. And uh, Jubilee, I think, has elements of that book in it because um, she's dealing with the death of her mother who died about four or five years ago, maybe six. And uh, uh, lyrically, I think the album is incredibly mature uh, and sad, uh, but also um, that's only a part of it because I think just like the album's title, like Jubilee, there's a lot of celebratory moments on it. Like Paprika, uh, I think is one of the opening tracks on there. Uh, it's just a celebration it's almost like the audio version of confetti being blown everywhere like it's really just such a fun song and uh uh paprika posing for car is one of the last uh tracks is a kind of a slow burn but like this uh momentous gorgeous uh um uh, epiphany of a song uh slide tackle is great there's also a shoegazy kind of track here which is sit and uh i like I, that song sit is great yeah i, I never really thought that uh, I would say Japanese Breakfast did like a shoegazy kind of track, uh, but but here we are. And um, uh, again, Paprika, uh, I said Slide Tackle, and um, uh, Tactics, I think that's that's also another great sax track. So um, I think she's had an incredible year. I, I think she's really grown into an artist that, uh, uh, like she's f fully grown into like, you know, what, um, you know, I guess she was meant to be. Like this really feels like, like this was an, an inevitability. This album is incredible. The arrangements are gorgeous. And she's an incredible songwriter and a singer. Her band is really, really tight. So um, uh, yeah, doing Japanese practice Jubilee is my top album of the year. Uh, so, and yeah. Um, the Muslims, fuck your fucking fascists. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of the best album titles of the year along with Gustav's the audio drag for Eagle Slobs. Um, this album is a fuck you to white supremacy. It's really that simple, um, especially songs like uh, Crotch Pop a Cop. I'm not sure what a crotch pop is. It sounds like a, a wrestling maneuver, but, you know, I, I love that, you know, they're just sick of cops assaulting people. So they want to assault cops. I get it. That's cool. Like Ice-T's Cop Killer. I get it. And uh, Illegals. It's a very, it's an album that can make Caucasians feel very uncomfortable. And I like that. Um, Illegals kind of takes, this, it spins the, the immigration rhetoric basically saying like white people are illegal because colonialism, you don't really belong here because you just took everything and made it yours. So yeah. So fuck you. That's the whole album is a fuck you. I, I love it. It's, it's, Oh man. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, this album is like a punk album in its essence, not just like sonically, but it's a punk album. That's a lot of bands that get the punk label or put on a upper echelon of, of punk but they don't really take a stand on anything and they just kind of give a lot of platitudes and just, you know, they, they you know, they walk the surface and they preach to the choir and they don't really do anything. But Same. Muslims, they they're like, we want shit to change. And this is how we sh it should change. You know what I mean? Like this is if you want like a raw punk album, the Muslims are it. That, that's it. Yeah, th th there's one of the songs on that album because he sent it to me pretty recently. Uh, it's like uh, the last one is John McCain's ghost sneaks into the White House and hilarious. Know, it. Yeah, but uh, uh, that was great. And like, uh, yeah, I, I listened to that album when you sent it to me. 
and uh, it's just got that high energy. I mean, when you say it's like a punk album, it's like it's really like a punk. If there's any punk album that's released this year, I think it's that one. You know, it's really just like punk in its truest form. And uh, I think I, I I do like that the album cover is punching uh, not not maybe John Lydon of the of the Sex Pistols, who who's a complete prick, complete asshole. <laughs> so awesome. yeah, but yeah, that was I I like that album too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have any more albums? Uh, I know you said you had six. I had six. Um, I, I took one off today. Uh, it was the Fruit Bats. Uh, I do love that album, the Fruit Bats, the Pet Parade. Uh, but it didn't really fit with kind of, you know, the mood this year. It was It's a very folksy folk rock album, and uh, uh, it was great. But, you know, it, it would make my top ten, but not my oh. top ten. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I have one more album, and it's Homeboy Sandman and the Two Hungry Bros, Senile Chef. And Two Hungry Bros, Two Hungry Bros is a longtime collaborator with Homeboy Sandman. Um, if you're familiar with the Lice, the Triple Fat Lice EP did with Aesop Rock, Two Hungry Bros have some production credits on there, especially one of my favorite songs on that, um, Pizza and Burgers. And th- this album, a-, a lot of Homeboy Sandman's recent work, especially on his EP put out this year, he's been a very busy man in 2021. He put out an EP that was fully produced by Aesop Rock, um, Anelitu, and um uh, on there he, he's a vegan so he has a song called no beef sample sick slick rick he talks about the pros of being vegan and how meat is bad for you and all that stuff on this album he's, he's kind of worshiping nature right so he, he has a song called uh sun worship where he's literally worshiping the sun and he's really trying to get acquainted with the gas giant and here in new york you know winter is coming and the sun is out less and it's all about you know him telling people to go outside enjoy the beach he doesn't like to wear sun, you know, he's a person of color. So <laughs> maybe he feels like he doesn't need to wear sun lotion, but you still need to wear, uh, you know, sunblock. Really, <laughs> you should. But I get his sentiment behind it because I love the sun. I love the breakfast. I love waking up in the morning. Um, I like going outside in the summertime. I, I like the warm weather. So uh, if you're that type of person, this is a song for you. And then there's Animal Kingdom. There's a lot of like animal metaphors. It's, it's really hilarious. Um, he talks about like drug addiction and how it's like a monkey on your back and how if, if you're seen hanging with a pig, people might think you're a rat. And if you could put that together, it's just hysterical. Um, yeah. yeah, Homeboy Sandman is, um, I think he's one of my favorite rappers now and one of the most exciting artists of 2021 because he's had a multitude of great releases. He just dropped a new single like a few weeks ago, Queens Boulevard Part 2. And he had that single with um Aesop Rock ask anyone with uh that was tributing MF Doom and then he had the EP Analitu and he has a whole lot of other shit that's not even on streaming services that's just out of this world so big up to homeboy Sandman yeah I gotta listen to that I mean just you know fitting in that many animal metaphors into a song I mean just kind of sounds you know like really difficult to do also so um yeah, I you know there's been so much music that's come out this come out this year, and uh, it, it's really hard to kind of fit everything into a five or six uh, top albums of the year. So, um, you know, something I definitely think I want to do more in 2022 is uh, participate more in Bandcamp Friday. Uh, I got to do that more because I love Bandcamp Friday. I never get to. I always miss it. I always, although I don't know why everyone talks about it, but um, I gotta I gotta get more on Bandcamp Friday and, and just uh, support more independent music and. Uh, um, independent, you know, I want to buy more physical records and physical music. So, um, 
that's my that's my resolution at least <laughs> or so. just use Bandcamp. Uh, regular, uh, just normalize listening to music outside of a uh, big three or four or five or how many streaming services are out there. Just, yeah. you know, normalize listening to, again, physical media or just having music stored on your phone that you don't need the internet or any kind of, you know, subscription service to, to listen to. Um, any kind of platform that directly supports an artist or going to a show and like seeing the artist in person. That's another great way to hear music. Um, if we can do like a, if we really did, like if you want to do a true wrap of all the music I listen to, like a small percentage of it is, uh, is Spotify. But again, yeah, 2021 has been a great year for music. And I say that every year because, you know, I guess I'm, I'm just optimistic like that. But this one of my favorite shows of the year to do to kind of recap everything and just uh, discuss all the great music that came out this year. And Connor, uh, thank you so much for coming on again and uh, whipping out the red pen and grading all of our finals. Like we do. I know you just got your booster shot, so the side effects are probably going to kick in soon. So, yeah, yeah I, I think it's best to wrap it all up, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, thanks for having me. I was thinking today, this is, uh, uh, must be, we, we've been doing this for several years now, I think, uh, at least three or four. Uh, so thank you again for inviting me on and having me do this. And uh, uh, I really love doing it. And uh, it also keeps me uh, sharp and, you know, thinking about the music that's come out this year really like kind of gives me something to like, I, you know, have to look back and just think, Oh, what were the top albums this year? You know, what did I hear? Uh, Cause it's really easy to just forget that something came out. So it's always, it's always a great time, you know, kind of wrapping everything up and uh, coming up with like a top five or six. So um, yeah, thanks again. I mean, this is a lot of fun and uh, 2022 can't believe I'm saying that, uh, but uh, sounds weird. 2022 sounds like the the Jetsons. 2022. Yeah. It's weird. It's so weird. Here. Yeah. I mean, I almost, well, graduated high school a while ago. So pretty soon I'm at a, I don't want to think about how long. I've been <laughs> high school, so Yeah. I'll just I feel old, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's always a lot of fun. And uh, here's to, here's to going to more shows. I definitely, yeah. I think that's something I want to, my other resolution is to go to more shows locally, not like big Brooklyn steel, big shows, you know, but like smaller, uh, independent yep. and uh, uh, yeah, looking forward to that too. Yeah, same here. And uh, get boosted, everybody, so we can actually go to concerts. All right. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm.